You're listening to Marketing Tips with Melissa podcast. Welcome to Marketing Tips with Melissa podcast. And now your host, Melissa Jakubovic. Hello, 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 everybody, and welcome to my page. So great to be here today. Pop on in and say hello. If you're watching live, let me know, hashtag live. And if you're watching the replay, hashtag replay. If you're listening in through the podcast, welcome to Marketing Tips with Melissa. It is so great to be here. If you don't know who I am, I'm an online marketing strategist and Facebook ad expert to health and life coaches and healers. And I help you scale your business in 90 days or less. Hi, Lamorla. So nice to see you. Thanks for popping on. I'm really excited to be here today because I am going to be a little bit vulnerable. I'm going to share with you my business weakness. And the truth is we all have business weaknesses and it's okay to think that you are less than perfect and to let other people know and recognize that you are less than perfect because guess what? We're human. So it's all right and it's great. And I have some great business strategy around that. I strongly believe that you should fuel your strengths and you should outsource your weaknesses. So it's okay that you have weaknesses because that is what happens in life and we should stay in our zone of genius by working on our passion and our purpose and helping other people and everything else Outsource, outsource, delegate, delegate. Hi, everybody. I see I've got a bunch of you on. Say hello. Don't be shy. Give me some love and push on those hearts and like buttons. And of course, let me know that you're here. Pop on in the comments and say hello. So we are talking today about my business weakness. And the truth is that I am terrible with numbers. A lot of my friends wouldn't even know this about me because I love to play Sudoku. And I scored really high on the math part of the SAT. I'm not really sure how, but like simple, basic math in my head. I can't do it. My brain just shuts down and simple numbers. I'm like, I don't know. And the thing with numbers, especially as a coach, uh, they overwhelm me. They really overwhelm me. So numbers and data and all that stuff in my business is actually my weakness, but it is something that I need to practice that muscle because I'm a Facebook ad expert and it's all about data. So I understand the benefits of it, but setting certain things up, I have a team for to help with that. So that is why I have a brilliant accountant. I have a spreadsheet guru on my team. It helps, they help me keep everything straight. All the numbers, all the data, all the information. And so I get on the phone or I show a video of my screen and I say, this is what I want. It's in my head. Let me just spew out information and tell you what's going on in my brain. And then you make it look all pretty in a nice spreadsheet. And this works really well for my analytical teammates who are like, oh, yeah, perfect. And then they're so super creative and they can put it all together. But as much as I'd love to completely wash my hands of data and numbers and tracking and all of that, I have to remember that this is a business that I'm running. And in order to be successful in business, you really need to know what's going on. And that is through tracking. Data is the truth. It is what tells the story. It is what shows the progression of things working and things not working. And therefore, it lets you know where you need to make tweaks. So I still have my hands, my fingers in the tracking and in the data, but it's in the setup of these processes that I have my team create them. So they create the process, the system that essentially I created in my brain, but I just couldn't put out into 
into technology form or even onto paper. And they make it into this amazing, gorgeous spreadsheet. And then I just have to utilize it. And that is what keeps the business running time in and time out. And the problem is that if you say, okay, Melissa, numbers are my weakness too. I'm not going to do it then your business is going to hurt. It is going to suffer. You're not going to know how many people are coming in your door. You're not going to know how many sales calls you're getting on. You're not going to know why you're not closing sales calls. You're not going to know how much income or revenue that you need to bring in to reach your monthly or yearly annual uh, goals, revenue goals. And so it's really imperative that you have a way to track. Hi, Jason. What do you say? Yep. Google Analytics and MailChimp tracking. That's right. Tracking your analytics, maybe your keyword research. Maybe it's how many click-throughs you get, how many opens do you get in your email. If you're doing ads, you're tracking a bunch of data there as well. So data is really important. Numbers are really important. Tracking is really important in running your data. It's in running your data. It's an extremely important part of your marketing and business in general. But as far as marketing goes, it's very, very important. And it's really where you get the groundwork, that foundation for your strategy that you're gonna build to increase. Maybe you have a goal, maybe you have a stretch goal. Maybe you can look at a projection of, oh, this time last year, this is what we did in these last three months of the year, this last quarter. What are we gonna do in this quarter? Or what will the beginning of 2021 look like based off the numbers that we have now? And if you don't have numbers and you haven't been tracking, then you don't have any of that information. And then you don't know how you can move your business forward and what type of programs you need to tweak or bring on or take out because you have nothing to go by. And while I'd much rather spend my time with my amazing clients and students, I definitely prioritize spending time analyzing this data, which actually works well for me because I am very analytical in the way that I'm an overthinker. So like I plan out every possible scenario of every single situation before doing anything next. Um, so that's a little bit of a spiritual side of things, like which one of these feels in alignment, but it works with the data as well with the tracking. So I analyze the data. I evaluate how effective my marketing strategy is and what I can change and how I can improve. And it's always about improving just like a spiritual practice, just like personal development. This is part of business development, trying to always improve. And data is your guide. Data is your friend. Data tells a story. It's time to get laser focused this year and fill your group programs and one-on-one -on -one calendar once and for all. My 90-Day Business Accelerator helps coaches and healers fill their group programs so they can scale their business, freeing up their time and making them more money than they made in the previous quarter. Visit go.melissmarketing.com MWI, which stands for Marketing with Intention. See you there. So... It's how you learn how the data works and how you're learning what part of this data is showing that doesn't work that is really important. So even if you're not able to set up these systems on your own and you want to delegate that out, make sure you understand how the system works so that you could use it every day, day in and day out. And then you can also look back at the numbers and draw conclusions from that because that is super important. Jason says, just did a website so you know where people are clicking. Exactly. Exactly. If you have a lot of buttons or a lot of links on your page and maybe you're trying to get them to go to one place over another and you haven't tracked the data, you won't know why is this not converting or why are 
they going here and not here? Or why is this thing not selling? And it might just be, oh, these buttons need to be moved. Or we need to bring something up to the top before we have to scroll down. And you wouldn't know that if you didn't track the data. So data can help you determine things like how many people are reading your content, how many people are clicking or taking that desired action, that call to action on your page, on your funnel, in your marketing, on social media. Also, what type of content topics are performing the best? This is really interesting to me. And I actually just did a self-test, a little study on my own personal page here, where I had this same form of content, the same written words, the same emojis, exactly the same, the same spacing, literally verbatim. And I posted it once on one week with one picture. And I posted it a week and a half later again with a different picture. And I did this because it's a little test. It's like a little game. I like to play these little games with myself and in my business. And I like to be the guinea pig and do it on my business before suggesting it to other people. It was the exact same content with two separate different pictures. Both of them got content. Uh, both of them got engagement. And interestingly enough, both of them commented on the picture and not on the content itself. So what does that tell me? That tells me that people are coming to this particular post because they like the picture. They want to engage with me on a personal level and they may not have even cared about what I said in that picture, in the post. Now I can do this test again with a different piece of copy, a different piece of content and test it out with different pictures and see if people are responding to the copy, to the, to the words, or if they're responding to the image. And it's just a nice little test. That's what data is all about. It's also about split testing. Also, what headlines are working or what copy is working best? If you have paid ads, if you're running Facebook ads, a big part of that strategy is testing one variable at a time. So you might have three different images running with the same headline to the same audience with the same written words and different images. And then you see which one of those do best. Okay, let's say the blue image does the best. Now we're gonna take that blue image and we're gonna run three trials side by side of that. We're split testing with the blue image and we might have the same copy still, but now we're gonna have three different headlines to the same audience. Now we're testing out the headline. This is all data. Now, let's say we have the blue image and headline A and we love that. We're gonna put those three, again, three new ones. And we're going to put the same copy, the same written words, but we're going to give it to different audiences. Now we're checking out the audiences and picking out which one of those is best. So one variable at a time and so on and so forth with your paid ads. And you can even do it like I just did on an, in, in an organic way on your personal page. So these are all really extremely important for planning your time, allocating your resources, figuring out where you want to spend your time, your money, your effort inside of your business to improve it every day. And you wanna make sure that you are supporting what's working and getting rid of what's not, tweaking what's not to always improve and get more clear and more defined and reach more people for less amount of money. And that is essentially marketing in a nutshell. So data is your best friend when it comes to marketing. Even if you have a love-hate relationship with data, it is your best friend. So. If you have a struggle with data, now's the time to get really cozy with it. Jason says, data is a character on Star Trek too. Is it really? Oh, Star Trek. I don't watch Star Trek. I've seen Star Wars, but not Star Trek. Uh, yeah, so there you go. 
data. It is your best friend and it is the driver behind business decisions. So you can't just make, oh, this isn't working. I'm going to just decide this. You can't just make random decisions. You can, but they won't be smart business decisions unless you have the data to back that up. And it is the key to growth. So have you nerded out enough yet with me? <laughs> Let me know in the comments if you found this helpful. Um, I'm interested to know what statistics you are testing and figuring out and tracking um, and honing in on. So like when I run my thanks to the clients challenge group, I always do a recap at the end, how many people are in the challenge group, how many people open the emails, how many people stayed the whole challenge, how many people engaged with the homework, how many people got on calls with me, how many people were there for the last day, how many people signed up for my program, like every single step of the process I'm tracking. And then I can compare the data that I've collected from the most recent challenge to a previous time I've run the challenge and see how I can improve. So you can see that collecting data the first time is helpful. So you have some key indicators there. Collecting data the second time you run it, run it is helpful because you have some key indicators there. And then you can run data to compare the two, which will help you again improve the next time you run something. So I hope you found this helpful. Thank you so much for being here and watching. And I will see you next time. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Marketing Tips with Melissa podcast at www.marketingtipswithmelissa.com. Hey, coaches and healers, it's time to feel supported in your business. Head on over to our free community to get access to my best resources for free. I'm talking marketing tips, business strategy, feedback, and so much more. Join now at magneticmarketingmastermind.com. See you there.